I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Thank you. And like they said, enjoy this. Enjoy this moment. And have fun with it. Aha, ha, ha, ha. What it do, baby? Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Minnow. Today's not the greatest of days because uh, Kawhi Leonard, my favorite player, decided not to sign with the Toronto Raptors. He decided to take his talents to the city of Los Angeles, where he's from. And I can't really hate him for it. It sucks. It sucks a lot, but I can't really hate him for going back home after winning our city a championship. Um, and I never really like. I don't really get the people who really hate him or who are super upset. Not to cut myself off, but I, I am hurting. I am jaded. Most of these things I don't really want to say. I do want to be around. While Kawhi's chasing rings <laughs> And I hope he does hit us up when he makes it um, Yeah, but I can't really be uh, super upset about it I've seen people say fuck Kawhi and stuff like that That shit's complete garbage uh, He won us a championship I've seen a real lot of bad teams In Toronto play And not even sniff at a championship For at least probably 12 of those 24 years maybe I'd like to say Maybe even more than that um, so I'm super grateful that he even gave us a championship and got us to where we are. But Gabe, how are you doing today, buddy? Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. Am I? Am I okay? I don't think you're okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Monday, man. Garfield, I hate them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should we tell the fans what happened or should we keep that a secret? I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I feel like they're going to know we don't have the juice then. If, like, no, you can't say that, man. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> ask me. If no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Let's see if they can tell. <laughs> this is the worst episode so, yet. <laughs> so, something tragic did happen. Yeah, it's you talk about my stolen bike, right? You play me, you play me. Low down, dirty, shameful. Not really. Kawhi, I still love you, man. Um, yeah, your stolen bike. That's what you're talking about. Is that what you said? That's it's, it's just <laughs> been a uh, Leonard left, my bike got stolen. We had malfunctions today. <laughs> Shit is not sweet. Okay, since man. you just said it, we did actually record another episode before we recorded this, and then something happened, and that episode is no longer available. So there's a secret episode out there somewhere, somewhere in the internets or some shit. It's the warm up though. That was the warm up. J Cole. This is the. This is a good one. This is it. This is this is it. Yeah. This is it. 
Um, but yeah, as you guys know, uh, Kawhi Leonard is no longer with us. This is episode 24 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review on iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, all that good shit. Um, we are going to give you guys two episodes. So this is just a Kawhi Leonard update pretty much episode and the state of the NBA because just because of all the stuff that's happened with the city, we just felt like we had to get in here and give you guys more content. Uh, so yeah, this See, will just be a Kawhi Watch episode. This is going to come out of nowhere because we, but uh, Vegas just dropped MVP odds. Told you, Curry four to one, highest one out of them all. Is he really? Yeah, uh, Jokic ten to one, Davis ten to one. What's Giannis at? Because he just won He's it. seven two. Is that not better than four to one? If I'm doing the math, that's three point five. Yeah, and yeah, well, it was so in, it wasn't better. in the order, but I mean, it's still he's two there, so. From, but there's a seven. He wasn't in top five. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm just reading them out now. All right. But well. they have him in the top five is what's important. Where's LeBron? Because I have LeBron in mind. Uh, he's not He's not in the top five right now. What? They yeah. don't have him in the top five? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put I think I, I, would, I, would play, I think I would put I'm him ahead I'm of Harden. On that. I don't know, man. I think LeBron still... I know they didn't get the players they want, but I, I'm guessing then maybe there's insiders saying he's gonna not play a, like more than sixty. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. I don't think he does the full eighty-two games this year, especially going into his seventeenth year. I think he's definitely gonna get some rest, but he's gotten a lot of rest over the off season. So I just think he's just True. gonna be that much of a beast, and he's got a lot to prove now that Kawhi did not team up with him and chose to go against him. Would so. you have? I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't even take, I guess, I guess, since he's young, but would you take Davis ahead of the odds of James this year, next year? Uh, no. Yes. Just because, like like we said earlier, I can't prove, I can't doubt James until he shows me a reason to doubt him. But, I mean, this is the regular season as well, too. So maybe he yeah. might not care um, and might just be saving it for the playoffs. I could be wrong. But, I, but. that MV, uh, MVP now, though, would do a lot for it versus Jordan legacy. Because, what, Jordan got his last one at 36 or something like that? I be, I'm not too sure. Off the top of my head, I'm not too sure. So, but he was, but it was later. Jordan in his was career. playing pretty bomb at near the near 36, and like what James coming up on. So, I could see him. I could see him going after it. To be honest, this year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Kawhi Leonard goes back to the Clippers, and no one had that happening. Not one of the Bozo Media members had Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers, even though. Before all this shenanigans had happened, his name's Woj. Uh, no, he didn't have them going to the Clippers. I mean, yeah, I he did. I'm pretty sure he was the one still reporting on the him going to the Clippers because everyone was saying was giving him shit when he's like, Clippers are still in play. Uh maybe I don't. Th- he did. Wait, why were they giving him shit if the Clippers were still in play? Because because no, they were giving him shit because everyone thought the Clippers were out of play, and oh. then, then now he was vindicated. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember that. He might have reported that they were in it like early, like no, after. No, he was the, still saying they were in it like like near the last couple of days, and everyone else was was like, "Oh, it's the Lakers or bus." Um, true, I could be wrong, and I I'm don't pretty sure he because I'm I'm pretty sure that he. Still I, all I know it. is Chris Boussard's a clown. Um, yeah, but he's been a clown. Yeah, never, never. I, I don't even want to say his name anymore. I don't want to call him Chris. He deserves to be called Clown Broussard or Bozo Broussard. From now on, he's trash. Shannon Sharp just wanted LeBron to win more rings, so he was voting for Kawhi to go to the Lakers. He's also he's funny, and I like him, so like I don't hate him that much. But he's still yeah. a little bit. Why of Why are we listening to Chris Carter and Shannon Sharp or, and Shannon Sharp about where basketball players are going to? Chris like, Carter kind of knows though, because he had some inside f- sources. But also, what I, I read, which I agree with, how hard is it from people? Which I actually like Sham because like. He did. He doesn't overreport, and people just be like, "I don't know," or like, you know what I mean? Like, there's all these people have to do this certainty. It just yeah, like we said last week, no one knew where this this guy was going. So I don't know why all when all these reports came out, we decide like people just decided to start believing them because th- it was clear from this entire free agency that they just had zero idea where Kawhi was going. He pulled an absolute boss move. Um, I don't even think that. I, like I'm not going to say the Raptors didn't have a chance. I know the Lakers definitely weren't in it. He just made it seem like they were because after his Clippers meeting, him and the Clippers organization pretty much just went to work on trying to get Paul George for this guy to get to the Clippers. And that's where he wanted to be from the jump. We knew from the beginning that it was between the Clippers and the Raptors. 
It's just that once this circus started to happen, people were like, oh, well, Broussard's saying this and Shannon Sharp saying this and Skip saying this. So oh, people just started taking. Voice? No, there was just a bunch of random voices. Like, I don't know what that, that, was, that was. I, was I think I was trying to sound like, like a, a clown, maybe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but people just started to take that as fact. And we all knew that, like, no one knew where he was going. But it is what it is. I knew all along. Um, who do you have as the favorite now because that this has gone through? Ah, uh, man, I have the Clippers. I don't want to, and my this is what I hate about sports because I don't I don't have any like I said before I don't have any ill will towards Leonard or even the Clippers a little bit to, towards Lou. Um, <laughs> I think they are the strongest team now, and I think their favorite just man. Defense, like it's still old school defense wins championships type thing. And that's just a, one of the most terrifying uh, defensive lineups I think I've ever seen in the NBA. So they are my favorites right now. I'm hoping – I don't want to see either L.A. team. I just – man, it just – it just annoyed me that the way L.A. just acts like they are the mecca of basketball. I mean, they are in a way – They've but won enough championships I just don't to claim want, that. Yeah, but it's been a clown. Uh, anyways, I'll give it to them. I just don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see them win. Like I'd rather. You said you don't. You want the Clippers to take it down, which I don't get. Man. I am putting After, this. They, they, okay, can you relax? No, please? because they they, <laughs> they meddled in us keeping him. They harassed. He was always going to the. Cli- he was always okay, going to the Clippers, but they weren't playing by the rules. Is the point. And you need to play by the rules. Um, and Lawrence Frank was hanging out, recruiting. And who knows? what? We can't say you, he was always going. Maybe the work he put in six months ago or like who knows exactly what was said and done. Just the fact that he was they were in Toronto almost every week recruiting him is just inappropriate. I don't want to see it. So I hope they don't win. I'd rather see – I'd rather see – this is how bad things got. I'd rather see Boston win. Over. No, yes, that's, I'd rather see. Dude, Celtics. that's blasphemous. That's just insane. I'd rather see Celtics win than either LA team. You have to get your brain checked nope. after that. Nope. Why would you? Boston is terrible. Let's not let's not go that. Kemba Walker. Let's not say deserves, stuff that we've never seen. Kemba Walker deserves happiness. Let's not say stuff that we don't mean. Okay, I'd rather see Kemba win than LeBron or Leonard. So, whatever. well, I. I'm putting this on wax. I am officially a Clippers fan now because yeah. Kawhi Leonard is my boy. Dude, he brought us a championship. That's fine. I can ride Adam, with you don't, you don't I can to, ride with him to clip to the Clippers Nation. Now. Wow. Do you not hear what Jake said on Jaded? Uh, I'd rather be there with you when you're chasing. That is me right now. I am uh, hopping okay. on that bandwagon. I don't care what anyone says. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. I want out of if I can see any Kawhi, no, Kawhi's been my favorite player since the Spurs though. So I think I have a stake to say that I can hop on yeah, the Clippers but he's bandwagon. Yeah, bouncing around. No. Absolutely he not. He d- hasn't though. Yeah, is this he third team in 3 years? Yeah, he got traded yeah, to okay, one. I'm not saying he should go to hell or we should kill him. I'm just saying I don't want to see him win. Okay, like, that's not, that's fair. You can say that. Guy. He's not a bad I will, guy. I will gladly be cheering when he ends up winning guy, the championship. But he's no Kemba Walker or Steph Curry. I will gladly be cheering when he wins the championship. There's no light skin angel. <laughs> Purity. So, yeah. It didn't seem like uh, the Lakers really had a chance. It seemed like Kawhi ever since pretty much, I don't know when, but he had his mindset on going to the Clippers. The Raptors probably did have a chance for a little bit. Like, if the deal did not get done by the Clippers, the Raptors did happen to have a chance. Um, you reported, or not reported, but you told My me. My sources. <laughs> That there, on there, the table what the deal was was Paul George and Westbrook for Siakam, Lowry, I think Van Fleet, and four first round picks over the next uh, three or four years, uh, and that was a huge haul. And I, we don't know exactly what was if that was for sure. There's been a lot of different rumors, ideas. Obviously, Siakam was the main part of that package. Um, I'm not going to speculate, and I think we agreed to refuse to speculate. And Masai gets all trust, and we do not doubt him. Uh, pulling up one of the greatest championships ever. I'm sure whatever was on the table, he had a good reason to reject it. So I do not want to hear that blasphemy and be like, oh, he made a mistake or anything, because we don't know what was said. We weren't in the room, and he is one of the best uh, presidents in the league. So, yeah. If anyone deserves the benefit of the doubt, it's a guy who swung for the fences and brought Toronto, of all teams, some a team that I didn't think would ever see a championship, yeah. at least not until I was maybe like forty or fifty years old. So he deserves the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he would have made a bonehead move and just gone for that. It also didn't guarantee that Kawhi was going to resign because in that deal Russ was involved, which means that it would have been 
forming another super team. We've just been an OKC and, East. And maybe a team that he wouldn't even have wanted to play on. Like, maybe he wouldn't even have wanted to play with Russ. That's not to knock Russ or anything like that. I just think the guy that Kawhi is, he didn't really want to be a part of a super team per se. Uh, so we have no idea what the deal was. I just hated seeing that people saw it was Siakam for, for Paul George and you, Russ. And they were like, oh, why wouldn't you make that trade? It's it's Siakam for, for Russ and Paul George. It's like, clearly there's way more involved than just the, than just that piece. Would you trade like a 25-year-old Westbrook for a 25-year-old Siakam straight up? Uh, yeah. What's Siakam now? 24? 25. 20? Yeah, 100%. I just... I, it's Westbrook's, it, Westbrook, I, I Westbrook's a proven superstar. I know, but it's just he's um, so not. Siakam's just, not a proven I, I, I superstar. I don't know as a fan. I just don't enjoy watching his. I, I mean, I get it. And like, obviously, he's been an MVP and he's already been in the championship, which we forget. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just glad I don't have to. It's not that I don't like Westbrook. I just I feel like it'd be so frustrating to be a fan of him, like having to cheer for him. So. So after this heist, where do you rank Jerry West in terms of executives? I mean, he's God level. Like he, he Memphis, he he was the grit and grind. Memphis got them going. Then went to um, went to Golden State, or he did to L.A. first. The Kobe, blah blah. blah. This is what I love about him too, because he also like he gets bored. Like he, once he does his job, he wants he like he bounces and stuff. Like he just and yeah, he goes State. for something else. Yeah, he yeah. gets it done. So he was L.A. Got Kobe in there, all that. Then got Shaq. The grit, yeah, grit and grind with uh, Memphis. Took him all the way to Western Conference. Came to uh, Golden State. Refused to trade uh, Thompson. Got rid of um, Monte Ellis. Uh, built a dynasty there with all the picks and that. Signed, kept Clay Thompson for Kevin instead of Kevin Love. So I mean he's. I don't know how much work he's done with the Clippers. And you know what's crazy, though? If I was an L.A. fan, I'd be cheese because he wanted to go to the Lakers. But yeah, and Jean- for whatever reason, they Jean- didn't offer him I, uh, that yeah. position, which is insane to me because he's a Lakers legend. This guy is the effing logo. I, I Yeah, I can't see. And, like, the thing is everyone loves working with him. Like, no one has – and, like, he's – yeah, it's a, I, 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 I don't get what went there and said so they end up with magic. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. He's – God status, man. Like, I I can't claim him to be number one, but I'll say he's definitely in the top three for what he's done. Because as an executive, um, it it's been various different positions. So not all, not all the decisions I, that he's made yeah, I mean, are but, solely on him. And I want to give some credit to like the general manager of the Clippers, who was also involved in helping to get uh, Paul George into into that uh, organization because it's not solely just yeah but that's, um, the, that's the name of the game that's always been with Jerry like, we'll West never like he's, know. he's it's, a consultant it's so. the same with Masai though too like we we really and same with Matt like the reality is of fans seeing their comments of we don't know how much or how little they do so it's based off name brand obviously we don't know what Jerry West has been doing like actually put in work if he actually took reins and control over the summer or what so, but I mean, I think he deserves the credit just because of what he's done before. It has his handprints all over it. So. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely in there. Yeah. So I I don't know. I can't think of anyone better. It seems like Pat Riley's kind of went off with who was up there, but it seems like he kind of went off the railing signing all those weird signings he's had the last couple of years. So I think I put Jerry West probably up there at top number one. I can't pretend like I know all of them though either. So. So Ramona had a really good piece. This is Ramona Shelbourne of ESPN. And she discussed how Kawhi had gotten Paul George into the Clippers uh, sites pretty much. And basically he'd been going on a recruiting speed. He originally tried to get KD, uh, but KD, I guess, just ended up refusing. Um, and then he went for Paul George. And as we know now, Paul George was definitely into it, uh, decided to demand a trade from Sam Presti and got his wish. Uh, the thing with this, though, is that both those guys came out and were super shocked. Like Kawhi had given them praise, saying that he really enjoyed their games and liked the way that they played basketball. But neither guy expected Kawhi Leonard, of all people, to hit them up and be like, hey, do you want to join forces in the Clippers organization and play basketball? So that was just a little bit interesting um, for anyone who wants to check it out. It's a piece on ESPN by Ramona Shelburne. Uh, it's really good. I actually really wish it didn't end. I thought it was longer, but it was super dope. And their deal is really good, too, because despite them getting rid of five first-round picks, four being unprotected, one being protected, and also getting rid of two players in Shea Gilgis-Alexander and um, what's the other dude's name? Uh, who was the other? 
God, Danilo Gallinari. Oh, Despite God, getting no. rid of all of that for Paul George, you you initially see that trade and you think absolute insanity. Like you're giving up way too much. But then when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's really te- not technically, but it really is a bid for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George at the same time too. And then you realize that the trade really isn't that bad and it's actually a good deal for both sides because they both get what they pretty much wanted out of the deal. So going forward, who did you say you had the favorites as? Did you say the Lakers? For championship? No, I have Clippers. Okay, yeah. I don't uh, yeah, I don't want them to, but yeah, I think Clippers are the favorite going in um for sure. But I mean, it's always different once the season gets going. So, and all it takes is one injury though. And they're both not like, Well, they still have really good pieces though on that Clippers team. Like what they kept was actually mind-boggling because they still have a guy like Lou Will who can shoot uh, don't sleep on um, the big. <laughs> no, no. Well, Zubach is really good too. Don't sleep on him. Montrez Harrell is really good coming off the bench, dude. What? Pack Beverly. Thank you. Every time, even on the last episode, yeah, I just literally, literally just yeah. <laughs> on his name. Why do you always forget him. You know why? Because he's homeless <laughs> or he looks homeless. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Um, Patrick Beverly. Don't sleep on him. I know he's not the traditional point guard. But he is a guy who can shoot the three well. Last year, he shot it at 39%. The year before that, he shot at 40%. And the year before that, it was uh, he took five shots a game. And then last year, it was like 3.5 shots yeah, or something like that. He's been solid since Houston. So. so, yeah, he's a really good knockdown shooter. Um, and he's going to get a lot of opportunities within that. Shamit's a big pickup that they got for Tobias Harris. Um, in that Philadelphia trade, he's a long dude as well too. He good, can shoot. Good trade for them too. Yeah, for Philly or for the Clippers back then. Like, I mean, it, getting rid of Blake too. Like, they did work. They, yeah, year. they did a lot of work. Uh, shout out to Jerry West. But that's also why they deserve <laughs> no loyalty from players. Yeah, for sure. We 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 did discuss how um, players are running this league. But yeah, no, don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on Shamit. Don't sleep on Zubach. Don't sleep on uh, and especially their defense. That. That team is going to be a nightmare to go up against night in and night out when you have two superstars who are both two way players. players. Yeah, like probably, probably one, yeah, probably, probably the, the best, best two two-way, two-way players with in LeBron the league. Being old now. Um, I mean, Draymond's is still in that conversation, but offense, he's, yeah, his offense is especially not regular season, <laughs> especially regular season. Yo, don't sleep on him though. He's going into no, a contract year and I feel like he's going to like that's what I'm saying. He's going to play Golden incredible State, next year. I could year. see Golden State still finishing ahead of, um, I don't know, but it's still finishing third or fourth in the West. All right, let's go on the rankings then, since we're already talking about it. So you have Golden State third or fourth in the West. Yeah. Who else do you have competing in that West then? Um, I, L.A., both L.A. teams, I yeah. think. Utah, I could see finishing third, actually. I got I like Golden State maybe at fourth, Houston at five. Uh, so you have the Nuggets at six. Nuggets at six. I think they'll they'll have a bit of a down year for, for compared to last year. Um. Like and that so yeah and then sneaking in there, who else would you, who else would be? The I think this, I'm not counting out the San Spurs Antonio, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the Spurs coming in like fifth or something too, or even shit like yeah. Well, they yeah they re-upped and got uh, Marcus Morris and um, got, and then they got Murray coming back right Dejounte or whatever. He was yeah, I believe so. And they picked up Damari Carroll, so they're going to be reloaded for the next season. Both those guys have played pretty well, and they're really tough and gritty guys to go against as well too. So. You can't yeah. really count who, out Pop. Who? Yeah, I guess. And who else is? Any, is anyone even? Uh, the Kings. Dallas. Kings. Dallas Mavs. can maybe come. They they they've got they've loaded up on white Europeans. Okay, so is someone going to say something about that as well? Like that Dallas is clearly they, they side Boban too. Like they're clearly just going for the all white European like look. <laughs> I, there's no way it's you a think coincidence. that's on purpose. Yes, there's <laughs> zero way it's not like on purpose. Who else they got? So they got uh, Kristaps. They got yeah. Like, um, the rookie, yeah. Oh, God, why? Yeah, why, why am I blanking? Why are we on blanking every on player? like the biggest rookie? Um, this guy just won rookie of the year too. I know. Who else do they have? And <laughs> yo, they're, they're gonna, yo, they're gonna think we're idiots. But to be fair, this is the second they, episode they, in a row, and they got like complicated. Luka Doncic, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Look, look at look at their team, yeah. and then even okay, the black on, people on, they on, got on, are European. Yeah. No, 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 chill, chill, chill. So yeah, the black people that they have are pretty light skinned. So they got Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis. Dwight Powell's um, Canadian, right? I believe so. I, yeah. I'm not wondering. They have Tim Hardaway Jr. He's pretty black. But Maxi, Maxi Kleber or Kleber, he's pretty yeah, light-skinned or white. No, he's white. That's, that's European. White. That's like a Greek guy or something. Dwight got, Powell, 
Jalen Brunson, Justin Jackson, and Ryan Brockhoff. I, I don't think these guys are even like on. The, and what's his yeah? Name? I don't know if they're still they on. They, they got they Seth signed Curry. Bobin too. True, and they got Seth Curry. Like, come on, they're they're purposely doing this. They'll be a good team though. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I can see them squeezing in at like fifth, or sorry, at like the seven or eight. Them, then the Kings are going to be a good fit. Uh, the Pelicans still too young, but I mean they got something to prove. So. You can't really take nights off in the Western Conference whatsoever. And I like this now because Kawhi Leonard delivers Toronto Championship and he also brings parity to the league, essentially. Imagine being I mean, Phoenix, too, now. You have to go up against LA, both LA teams and Golden State four times. Uh, yeah, that was a knock towards uh, the Kings as well, too, though. Because the Kings finally got their shit together. They've been trashed for so long. And now it's like... They have to face against the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Warriors night in and night out as well, too. So it's not really a good luck for them. But like, but like, like, at least they're like a real NBA team. Phoenix is a yeah, shit they're show. Yeah, they're terrible. They're, they shouldn't even be in the league anymore. There should be relegation. <laughs> and they should be in the G League right now. They're so bad and run so poorly. Um, so that's going to be hurt, hurt, hurt to watch for their fans. It's actually kind of confusing to me that people wanted him to go to the Lakers because you literally just saw a three-team superstar with the Warriors, and now you want that again with uh, the Lakers. Like That didn't make any kind of sense to me, but I'm glad that he chose the Clippers, and now it's just a bunch of teams with two stars on pretty much each team. It's pretty obvious, too, that like the narratives are created for people, and then everyone just runs with them. Because, yeah, like people weren't nearly as mad at the idea of Leonard joining the Lakers. And then no one's giving George shit for basically forcing his way out of a first-year contract either. And then people are giving Leonard shit about – it's just weird that, like, it depends who the player is for the narrative to be created. Yeah. Um, and we're all just followers. I think part of it, too, though, is that LeBron's gotten so much hate that anytime someone else can get a chance at hate, fans are going to hop on that bandwagon and be like, no, this yeah. guy deserves just as much hate. Once the precedent precedent is set, then it kind of like changes it. But yeah, like Leonard went to Lakers. It would have been the biggest super team maybe we've ever seen. So um. no, hands down, that would have been the biggest super team we've ever seen. You'd had top, arguably the top three, uh, yeah, top three players or out of five in the league. You'd have, you'd have three of the top five players in the league on one team, arguably. Like Davis is interchangeable with. Um, what's his name? Harden and sometimes Curry, depending on who you ask. But you yeah, would have had th- those three guys on one team, which would have been insanely unfair. Uh, but now we have the Nets having Irving and KD, the Celtics having Kemba and Tatum, the Nuggets having Murray and Jokic, Golden State still with Curry and Clay, Rockets Harden CP3, then D'Lo. D'Lo's there. Clay's out to. That's the only thing that is going to be yeah, hard. But I mean, for, it's, it's essentially that's Curry what I'm saying. Clay, if they though. get four fifth. <laughs> That they're gonna be, he's gonna be up for MVP. I don't like, like Delo's defense though. That that's getting backcourt, better though. He's but he's only he's only third year. Like I, he's not the greatest, but he's got better. No, obviously their their backcourt's gonna be that's gonna get roasted. <laughs> but Delo's getting better. Curry's not as bad as some people make him out to be, uh, especially during the regular season. And he's still uh, not. Great, and then we still though. got and we still got Draymond Green. And I, I and then Kevin Looney's a solid player. They got him for on the low, which I think he's gonna be good this year. They also lost Iggy though, and, and yeah, that's a huge Iggy's defender. Regular season is not is not shit. Like, Still a huge defender for them. Not last year. He was he wasn't even around. Kawhi PG, James AD, Giannis Middleton, Embiid Harris, CJ Dame, DeRozan Aldridge, Siakam and Lowry. Oh man, and we forgot Mitchell about Portland. We had him out. We didn't even have, we didn't even mention him in the top eight. Oh yeah, Portland is definitely there, Damn. especially with uh. I mean, I, I still there, Hassan I, Whiteside hasn't like changed on that much, but he helps. God, if he just, if he decided to show up all the time, like. When I used to watch Heat games, he beasts for one game and then disappear for three. They so. have Nurkic coming back, though. So that should be a huge plus for them. Yeah, true. Which duo would Portland. you rather have in terms of the Clippers and the Lakers? Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, like I said, I still until James gives me another reason not to, I'm always going to take the duo of LeBron. I agree. I think that the LeBron and AD duo is better than the PG and Kawhi duo, but I do think that the Clippers have the better set team. Yeah. And the Lakers better, they got better coaching. Yeah. And they have a and better they have a better um, They have a better front office. Yeah, like just the whole like 
The whole organization is just better. Because, like, the Clippers did a really good job. Like, they took Golden State. Two, they took two games from them. And you could see the whole, like, front office and the team and all the people involved with the Clippers were really involved. So then you take that. The structure had already been built for these two superstars. And now we add them. And it seems like everyone's really happy in in LA like with the Clippers and then you add these two guys who obviously who are from LA who want to I, I take LA to win it man Clippers now that I'm thinking about it, just like everything they created before um, <laughs> oh now you want to hop on well, the I literally man. just said but now I'm thinking if they stay healthy I just yeah I really like what the Clippers did before they got either player so now you're throwing in those two and damn yeah, they're also my favorites, but it's going to be super interesting to see how this season plays out. Don't sleep on the Bucks, who've also reloaded from what they've lost, and Philadelphia as well in the East. I know the East isn't as nearly as exciting, but there still are some good teams out there. Uh, Indiana looks pretty good this year, too, as well. Boston. Boston, we're... I'm, I like Boston. I like Kimbo, really, man. Like, yeah. I think he's perfect for Brad, like the perfect player. He is. He like should the, he should be that IT replacement that they were looking for before that they thought Kyrie would kind of be in. And Kyrie Kyrie did play well in his first season before he went down with that knee injury. It was just that this past season the guys didn't really match because I guess the younger players I don't want to blame it all on Kyrie because that seems I do. really easy. But the younger players definitely had some types of feelings and felt some type of way yeah. after taking LeBron to seven games that they probably felt that they knew a little bit more than Kyrie if, thought that they if did. If the reports were all true that was said about Kyrie, that guy is such a fucking clown. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, just the most. Do you hear that one story? But apparently, he came in like the uh, at like um, for a film session or something. And the first question he asked is like, "What are your thoughts on the government?" Like Brad Stevens. Like the guy's just weird, man. And he obviously <laughs> that's he, a I don't, crazy first question. Yeah, like <laughs> this is some of the things being reported. It just seems like he deflected so much. I just. Brad, do you support Trump or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just such an unlikable character. And I, like I said before, I'm super interested to see Brooklyn. Um, like, I think their team will be fine, but the, the shit show with the media and then those two guys are obviously in their feelings all the time. Should but I think one, yeah, I agree with that. So but I once think they the hit, the, once they hit the court, exciting. Once they hit the court, I feel like they'll be really good. Um, I, who knows what's going to happen with Durant coming back? I mean, he did just change his number to seven. But he won't be back till but, the year after. Yeah, he won't be back till the year after. So there's just going to be a random Kyrie year. Just to go back to that Boston point, them losing Horford is super huge because he was a huge right. defender um, and a huge anchor that. on their defense. That. So that's why I don't really have yeah. them proven yet. But it will be interesting to see what they happen to do. Um, they really need the um, Jalen Brown and uh, what's-his-face really need to – be the players they drafted. Yeah, Tatum's got to be yeah, the guy need, he was the year before. I think he'll be fine. Jalen Brown, be fine, but they need them to be good. Good though, they're they're banking a lot on them, and they turned down some trades in that too earlier. So for Boston to be uh, relevant, they need to really step it up. Jalen Brown is like, I don't really see it in him. I don't get why so many people are so high up on him. Like he's a good player, but I don't really think that he's as great. As a lot of people make him out to be, I really think he had a Tatum has year more. Than Tatum, though, this year, last year, the last half of the season, he played better than Tatum. That wouldn't surprise me though. I think that's just because they didn't have enough like players to go around and get the ball or whatever. And Tatum seems like a guy who needs the ball yeah. in his hands. But I don't really see Jalen Brown as that guy to be honest. I think he's going to be a great, uh, sorry, a good player. Like he's good, like three and D guy. But I don't see him being like a all star. Yeah, I, I think his peak or is fringe all star. Yeah, it's like or superstar. Yeah, he's not like I don't know. I think they were hoping he'd kind of be like end up being like Leonard, like because he's a solid defender when he's locked in. But yeah, I don't. I think he's maybe at most a fringe all star. The Raptors are in a peculiar position as well going forward. They did just sign Patrick McCaw, who's never. Never not won a championship, so maybe the Raptors? <laughs> no, uh, that's not happening. They're not going to be contenders, but they probably will fit within that whole. I think four is, uh, is best case scenario, and six or seven is probably worst case scenario. I think they're somewhere in that range, though, um, going forward. They do also have three expiring contracts with Gasol, Ibaka, and Lowry, which are all huge, valuable assets, so... If this team doesn't perform to where they want them to perform before the trade deadline, you do have that in the bag to be able to pick up some future picks or uh, some short-term deals and get players off the books I, as well. I don't too, even think we wait to see. If someone base. throws something on the table like now, which I don't think will happen, 
but early in the season, I think you got to make a move. Like, there's no way. Like, I wouldn't mind if they went semi rebuild now. They might look at that. I just think they'll probably run with this team because it looks like they're reloading to at least be competitive for this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. They just got uh, Rondé, Hollis Jefferson. Hollis Jefferson, Stanley Johnson. And then, yeah, Stanley Johnson and, like I just said, well, re signed Patrick McCaw. But yeah, they got those two guys. Both those guys aren't really great shooters, but they are good defenders. So they are sticking back to their defense. They'll be competitive. Definitely not in like I say maybe second round type team. Uh, I don't see them going to the, like the conference finals, but they should be at least interesting to watch for next season. What's really going to stick out is Siakam, Van Vliet, and how those guys all mesh as well too going forward. Uh, but they do have that option. Giannis 2021 is really where shit is going to go down. I'm scared. I also I think people are, I don't know. I think I'm a little bit scared people are going to put too much pressure on Siakam this year now though. Just like, because the now they expect so him to be a superstar, yeah. Especially after seeing what Kawhi Leonard was doing. Yeah. Uh they're definitely going to expect that Siakam's going to be like, he's, that he's gonna kind be, of guy. Yeah, like he's going to I don't He'll get better for sure. He, I just don't think that the leap is going to be as drastic as it was yeah. from uh, the year before last year to this to this past year, I don't think that leap is going to be that big because he went from pretty much not getting any run and playing on the second unit to becoming a starter and looking like an oh, all star. Yeah. yeah, within the a, season. So yeah, so I don't know. I but just you know how and you know how fans are too. So who do you have coming out the East then? Uh. I'm going Philly just based off of their length and that defense. I think they're going to be a really hard team to play against as well, too. Because you got yeah. Embiid, who is already a defensive beast. You now add Horford, who is a huge defensive anchor for the uh, Boston Celtics. I keep Celtics. they got Hor- Horford. Simmons was a, already a really good defender. If he can just get you, some yo, kind of a shot, I honest, I honestly they don't will think, be insane. I don't think he'll ever get a shot. Like I'm, you, people say, people have it, bad shots. This that, dude literally doesn't have a shot. Though. That's the thing, and it's a it's a hard thing to add. It's not something you can just like. I know you, you get can better, it, but he you doesn't get better, have but it. he doesn't have one. So yeah, it's, it's actually, not something you can just like pick insanity. up. If he can get some kind of a shot, they'll be even better. But they got him. Then they got uh, that Josh Richardson, who's tall, super defensive, can shoot threes oh, yeah, as well too. Yeah, I like Josh. I, I liked him. I like I like to see him in a Raptors uniform. Like he's yeah. Always, He's, he's a good solid three and D. Exactly. He's a better pick. He's a better fit for them than uh, Redick is, who's a lot shorter and can't play defense can't play. nearly One as of the well. Best, worst defenders in the league last year. So, so they they've really reloaded that team, and that team looks really scary. I have them as the favorites, but don't sleep on Giannis. Giannis and the Bucks are still going to be deadly. They just got Wes Matthews. They still have Chris Middleton. They still have Giannis, who is definitely going to improve himself as well too. Uh, his shot may not be that much better, but Expect him to have some kind of post moves going forward in this offseason. I think uh, I think they, they can still challenge Philly in the playoffs. I just don't think they'll have, it'll be have as good of a regular season. Like, their record won't be as good. Who, the Bucks? Yeah. Like, I think they'll still challenge in the playoffs. I just don't think they'll have as good of a regular season as they did last year. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Um, I mean, actually, there's no, no. There's, there's, there's no need to. They're like, I, once you've been there and done that, though, they finished first already. They know what they have to do. And I yeah, think, it's all I think playoffs now, pretty over, much. Yeah, like he's gonna. I think he, uh, like I think he'll get better, Giannis. But I think he's gonna like kind of go into Le- LeBron mode where. It's it's about playoffs. Uh, I don't now. see that. No, like it's oh, about, okay. like play, play, like playoffs. Like that's not they won't care if they finish. I thought you meant he's not going to play defense and he's just gonna, no no no. I just, he's no, just going to no. relax so, in still, the season. He's still like I don't know. Yeah, he's still like possibly defensive uh, candidate. But I'm just saying, uh, I think they were going to be more focused on playoffs now than the regular season. I don't know if we we did touch on the MVP stuff, right? Yeah, because we is, did it at the okay. very beginning. Because yeah. this stuff kind this of mixes our now. Recording. Like, yeah, it's just one big. Blur. <laughs> I was like, yo, did I say that I have LeBron is my favorite for MVP? But yeah, favorite though. I don't. I think he's in contention, but I don't. I wouldn't say favorite. It's, it's, just, I, I, it's just hard with Cave. Okay, the only other guy who I think I'm. I think I said this earlier, but the only other guy who I could see. Um, it's worth revisiting. It's Giannis and uh, if what's his name can stay healthy. 
um, Embiid. If Embiid can stay healthy, I, yeah, but even with, then I think he's got a chance. And and oh no, we did mention this because I said LeBron's probably not going to play as many games. Got, so yeah, I don't know. You got to give Curry some credit, man. Like he's two time MVP. He's free the reins. Like this is his year that I think he has a really good shot. I think he's he'll be good for sure. I'm not doubting him in that regard. Um, that boxing one, though. He's going to need to play all... Yeah, but you, that's different, man. <laughs> now the league knows. No, that, that's not new. That's, the league knows. That's not new. That's not new. That's not something you're going to apply. And, like, you also, the Raptors are one of the best defensive teams, like, in the playoffs, like, ever. That's like, true. You know what I mean? It's not... Like, if teams could do it more often, they do it. It wasn't, like... It, they had the right, like, players put together for that, too. Um, that also turned it on. So, no, I'm not worried about that. But it's just like, and because Golden State's gonna have to play through for the first time in years as well. Like they can't rest, and you know what I mean. They're gonna be battling for playoffs and that. So I just think all the, I just think their defense isn't gonna be up to par this year though. And yeah, that's something we're that they usually MVP, rely on. Though, man, we're not talking about like all they have to do is fourth or fifth, and I think Curry's in there. So I guess so, fourth or, or yeah, I don't know about fifth. I'll say fourth. You gotta at least hit. Four. It depends how close the West is. Like, if they're fifth, if they're only two games back, then that's different. There's going to be no nights off in that Western Conference. I cannot wait. I mean, to be honest, though, there's so much going on at this point. We're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it'll stick. Like, no one really knows till this. Yeah, till the season after yeah, starts. Like it's you so, can make as many predictions it's, like, as you Honestly, want. I, think it's, I feel like this is the hardest to predict out of all the seasons um, as well. So, I don't even feel comfortable. Which I love. Which I love. Because there's now... Knows. There's now some uh, diversity. But, yeah, uh, the last thing we will say, this is a player's league. I don't mind it being a player's league. I love it. I actually love it more so than anything. The only downside is that, like, if you do get injured or you bank on yourself, you can get injured and not end up getting as much money as you as you want. But I like that the players have taken it into their own hands to kind of show where they want to go. The only thing I don't like, because I do, I do fathom uh, loyalty, I do still come from that. Uh, league where you stay loyal to one team but the one thing I don't really like about it is just players now demanding trades I feel like in the offseason when you're a free agent sure sign with whoever the hell you want to sign with but except for forming super teams I'm not I'm still not down for that three superstar super team but demanding trades is getting a little bit too excessive that's the part that's a little bit tricky for me to really get my mind around and, and, and adjust. But like you had said before, I, 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 yeah, the I, owners don't really care. Like they'll ship you off in a second yeah, if like they have Blake to. Griffin, so. Like we were talking about that earlier. They gave him a whole speech about how he's like going to have a statue outside and retires Jersey. And then two months later he's in, he's in shithole Detroit. So um, I think too many people, I, I agree to a degree, but it's also weird how, I, I mean, honestly, I think this is one of the sketchiest demand to trades of like all time, like at least like um, Davis spent most of his years in uh, New Orleans and that, and some of the other players who have done it gave their team a try and they just couldn't get it together. Whereas Paul George re-upped, got all the money he could possibly get with, with signing his uh, with his original team, and then only gave them a year and on the low was bouncing as soon as they lost playoffs. Like I think he's getting unscathed, way getting away with this way too easy. I mean, I still think go for it, whatever. But I think if we're going to criticize other players, I think Paul George is getting away with it way too easily, which is weird to me. Well, you'd also said that who really wants to play in OKC, and I think part of the reason why it comes off as sketch is just because no one saw this happening. Like it was completely hidden under the radar. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, quiet dude, clearly a killer on and off the court. Uh, he was able to snipe that under everyone's noses, pretty much. Um, and I want to give credit to Uncle Dennis, too, because I feel like Uncle he's D. part of that same... <laughs> is that what you want to call him? Uncle D. Uh, I feel like he's part of that same elk, too, where they just move and operate in silence and are able to get shit done the way they want to get it done. Yeah, and, like, respect to that. And I always get it, man. If someone gave me the option to go podcast somewhere... And they're like, do it between Oklahoma and L.A. I'll tell you where I'm going. Um, so uh, I get it. And even with Leonard, I got it a bit, though, because, like, with him wanting out of San Antonio, you got so much shit. But he obviously felt uncomfortable for health reasons as well. At least, that, like, that's an argument I have there. Whereas, like, George decided and said, 
blah, blah, and he kind of game the system. And this could this is the one that could set a bad precedent, not like Davis and those guys being on their last year and wanting out. It's someone getting all the max money they can and then asking but to leave it, a year This after. is like a peculiar situation. This is a once-in-a-lifetime because But that's Kawhi, what I'm saying. It could be sending a bad precedent, though. Co- yeah, Going it could forward, be. It, this could happen now. But I think this is really rare just for the fact that Kawhi asked him in that in this year, and he wanted to. He always wanted to play in L.A., so this seemed like it was uh, his best chance to be able to play in L.A. and still be competitive against like LeBron, who had asked him before, but he didn't want to team I up know, with but, him. So, what, but so like, I just think this is a little bit more peculiar just for that fact because he probably did have his uh, hope set on staying in OKC. It just ha- so happened that here's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where I can play with one of the best players in the league and be in my hometown at the same time too. So he just decided no, to hop I, on I, it. I get that, but I'm just saying going forward though, why, why shouldn't this happen more? Why can't, like, Masai with his Nigerian uh, connection with Giannis? Uh, what about if R.J. Barrett becomes a stud? You know what I mean? There's, there's going to be times with players, this kind of stuff coming up, where it could set the precedent for this happening more often, which yeah. could be kind of sketchy. I get it. It's I, think, situ- I, I understand the situation, but now that people see this, it opens up the door to maybe possibly happening, which could be trouble. I agree with you on your part, but there's now other players going to see this and be like, okay, why not? Why don't I do this? I think a lot of dominoes just have to fall into place for certain situations of other players to have that opportunity. But you're right. It definitely could set a precedent for this going forward. And we need to, we didn't, we didn't mention it now. We need to, what's everyone's getting fined for again? What Magic got fined? Oh, tampering. Tampering. We need to tamper. For Giannis, 2021. Let's start start tampering with Barrett just in case. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Why not? Like, how much money does it cost to go harass someone? Like, pay one coach to go stalk them for it. It apparently works. So, I want to see... I want to see as much tampering as possible. Take those fines. Toronto does have a huge Greek community as well, too. And, and a huge Nigerian community as well. So that works in their favor. True. We got to tamper with forward. all the people who be, like like Lou Will said, that it's like almost being overseas. Then let's tamper with everyone who likes being overseas. Like, yeah. Let's go get like all the Dallas players, too. Now that you said that, I just thought of the fact that there were people complaining and saying that Toronto is not, we can't re-sign stars. I don't think this Kawhi thing is anything to do off. with Toronto. Yeah. To, he, if anything, he said how much he loves the city, how great it's been. It's just he always wanted to go it's, back to L.A. and play in L.A. It's the circumstances. It's, it's, yeah, That's it's a circumstance. It, like it's, it's a unique, very unique circumstance. Like I don't think we've ever seen someone so set on on one place like this. And with the, with the league going international as well, too, a lot of these superstars that are coming out of uh, other countries and stuff – they don't have the same ideas that these yeah. Americans even, players have. Even so. the AAU, but even the Americans are more like where they're growing up with Drake and all this stuff. Like KD was a Raptors fan. Like even the American. Well, men- he said he liked Vince. That's why. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying the mentality is. But think how many people are growing up like Drake fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The American mentality, I can I can speak for firsthand. It's changing when it comes to Canada. When I was 14, my friends were asking me like, oh, do you live in an igloo back there? And now people know exactly where the fuck Toronto is. Do polar bears yeah, uh, like run, the, run like through like your no backyard? Joke. I'm like, we li- I live an hour away from you. You live in Detroit. Like, you know what I mean? And now, but no, but now everyone, like you have LeBron and those guys coming down for Carabana. Like you hear, they call it, what they used to call it the White Vegas, like Toronto, when people would come here to party and stuff. So the um, it's changed a lot. And yeah, and we were talking about this early as well. People talking about like, oh, like the loser mentality of like being okay with like Leonard leaving or not trading and stuff. It's like get the hell out of here. We just won a goddamn championship in one of the hardest markets ever um, by doing some of the boldest moves you'll ever see in professional sports. And people still want to say there's a loser mentality. Get the hell out of here. You can't like win everything. Masai and all the players in the front office go balls, balls to balls, balls to walls, like with that. So um, <laughs> it's just kind of annoying that people are still trying to go to that narrative after we just won a goddamn championship. Like keep your like Maple Leafs narrative away from us. Agreed. That will do it for Bitch. episode 24 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Or I think you said you wanted to call this just the bonus this episode. This is a bonus episode. I don't want people to exp- have got high expectations. Don't I'm exhausted turn off now. the computer. We did three episodes <laughs> this week. Like I'm burnt out already. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Bo. This is only going to be a uh, one-time thing, maybe. We'll see what happens in the yeah. future. But we're not we're not keeping this consistent Why on two Bo episodes. Say? He said he wanted me to start doing two episodes a week. Fuck I'm like, out of here, man. The guy's on a European vacation <laughs> for two months. 
just cruising around. Honestly, I have considered it just because of the content, but I do edit this, so I don't really want to. I, I can't really commit to that just because of my schedule. But. I mean, no one wants to listen to us for two episodes. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that either. I think right. one episode's well, good. Shout out though, I'm man. I'm getting like I sent it to you. Uh, I'm getting like. Don't well, turn off the computer. Yeah, my hands. You see, my hands are stuck under my armpits because I don't want to come near the computer. Um, shout out to people listening. I'm just like every week I get someone like I would not expect to say that they listen every week. Um, so shout out to everyone that does listen and like, I got a, like a voice clip of some, like one of my friends, like laughing super hard to it and stuff and like shit like that's dope. So shout out to uh, all the people listening. I got some feedback from random people. I didn't think actually listen. So it facts feels good. Uh, same with everyone who's hit me up about wanting to come on the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you as well too. I will try and get some of you guys on here as soon as I can. Um, and when the schedules permit, we will try to get more guests on the show. But as always, thank you guys for tuning in to the Pops Culture Podcast. Save it now. Sa- what? Save oh, it now. yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> we should have taken take a break and saved it just in case. Yeah, now maybe. I'm going to be paranoid at all time. As always, continue to rate, like, review, subscribe, all that good shit on iTunes. We appreciate you guys. Have a good week. We'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> Peace. I don't know if I'll be back. Maybe it might just be you next week. I'll, I'll be back on Thursday. Okay, Someone big, will be back on Thursday. Two hours of recording is too much for me. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.